0: Hey guys, this is Ryan and this is Steve and you're listening to latitude 32 the driving flying sailing hiking exploring geography podcast. Oh man, we're back. Oh, this is exciting.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about this episode a lot of a lot of places a lot of things have happened to places and about places. In the past week, yeah. Have you done any traveling recently, Ryan? Uh, not outside of uh, the county. I've just been here in San Diego doing my San Diego stuff. Yeah,
0: I uh, I just went to my parents' house this weekend. Really? Where's that? It's in Chula Vista, which oh, is all, like, the way,
1: all the way down all there, all the way huh? down there.
0: Like it's <laughs> practically the border. Yeah. You know, most people think about Chula Vista as oh, it's that place that I go on my way to Tijuana because I'm not old enough to party downtown
1: right totally like well, chula vista's last stop before you hit tijuana yeah
0: but chula vista's really like one if you didn't want to
1: go to tijuana better pull over because you're almost there yeah. right and if
0: you don't pull over soon enough you can't turn around you have to go right. into mexico that's
1: always really frightening when you get down to like those last two exits and it's like two more exits till tijuana but i don't know if my exits come up yet am i going to end up in tijuana yeah,
0: if you go past the last exit you have to go to Mexico.
1: Oh my gosh. At it's, least
0: that's my understanding.
1: That is really frightening. Because not not because Mexico is frightening, but because if you accidentally cross the border, it could take you three hours to get back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how that uh,
0: Marine got arrested. Uh, this was a while ago. Oh yeah? Like he got arrested because he had firearms in the back of his vehicle. Oh no. Which is legal in California, but right. illegal in Mexico. And apparently he like drove across the border accidentally on accident and on his way back like trying to get back through he was like just so you know like I came over on accident I made the u-turn I'm right here like I've been in, in the border traffic the entire time there are firearms in my car that you're gonna find if you search my car like I'm declaring them this is my situation and they arrested him, and he was, like, down there in prison for a friggin' really long time. Whoa. I don't uh, remember hearing about this. So,
1: just a word of, of warning. Don't take guns to Mexico. Don't
0: take guns to Mexico. Um, even if it's on accident. Even even if it's on accident. Right. Uh, I hear their prisons are not the best.
1: So, what did you do when you were down in Chulawana? Uh,
0: well, we went went down there. Uh, you know, we find that very offensive where I come from. <laughs> Uh, but we went down there because it was my birthday uh, oh, like happy, a, a week ago. Happy birthday, Steve! Yeah, so um, we went down there to celebrate my birthday and uh, just you know I grew up in Chula Vista. It's a great place. It's very suburban. Uh huh. Suburban. Yeah. Uh, the tallest. I don't know if this has changed, but the tallest building in Chula Vista for years was like a eight. I don't know how many stories it is. Like eight stories, maybe at the most. That's still pretty tall. It's it an old folks' home. <laughs> we have nice. taller buildings where i live now that are just like apartments right oh but, yeah you but in chula vista it was like this old folks home was the tallest building no, you,
1: you live pretty close to some pretty tall buildings yeah they're yeah pretty the, tall very tall i mean I, taller than some people have in their downtown like
0: we have these senior citizen retirement apartment things uh-huh. that i don't know probably have to be like 20 stories tall yeah they're big i live pretty close to a hyatt uh huh. And if you want to, a big Hyatt. If you want to stay at a fancy hotel when you're traveling, Hyatt. They've got some fancy hotels. I've yeah. stayed at a couple Hiltons. The Hiltons are pretty nice. Uh
1: huh. Um, you know, what? when I was in college, we went to that Hyatt to uh, as a field trip to look at the architecture of the really? Hyatt. Really? Yeah. The one in the one in UTC. The one in UTC, yeah. uh, because it's a very specific style of architecture.
0: Do you know what's weird about uh, Hilton? The Hilton family is. You know, the city of Paris, France, is named after Baron Hilton's daughter. I heard that Paris Hilton. I heard that. Yeah, I. I mean. I thought it would name Paris a long time, but apparently they recently, like, this isn't like a well, historical when you do thing. Th-
1: well, when you do that, you change everything. It's kind of like when Pepsi gets a new logo, they go through and they change all the logos and all the right, machines. Right, right. Like, they, when you change the name of a city, you go back and you change all the books and everything. You exactly.
0: Know? So, So Paris, France has always been Paris, France. But then after Paris Hilton became popular, they renamed the city Paris Hilton, France, but then they immediately passed another law that got rid of the Hilton part of the name. Okay, so it was just Paris, France again. But but there's like it, it's just it's in there. Like, it's, a, it's it's on the plaque. It's yeah. It's this weird legal thing. No, they never even made a plaque. It wasn't long <laughs> enough. But like officially. It, The current Paris, France is different than the Paris, France from like 20 years ago. They
1: named their daughter after the city. And then the city was like, we got to name ourselves after her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so Um,
0: perfect. Paris, Texas, I think has followed suit, but not Paris, California, because they spell it differently.
1: Oh, totally differently. Yeah. yeah. It has a totally different Also, another
0: Another thing where that happened was Austin, Texas is currently named after Stone Cold Steve Austin that's true from the wwe i mean why are we
1: why are we talking about these obvious yeah. things that obvious. everyone knows if you're listening obvious. to this show you already know this stuff yeah you know yeah. well we if might. You, have, if you've come this far you don't want to hear this obvious you, stuff you might you we might have new listeners there are always people who are thinking... If we have you know, new listeners like that, I want them to press stop and oh, I want them to oh. throw this episode in their computer garbage can you right know, now.
0: People, people don't always think about traveling until they become older. And and sometimes they don't even realize how interesting it can be traveling within their own city limits.
1: That's absolutely if true. If their city's big enough. And you know, I I think going back to Paris, I think it would be a really interesting idea as like a bucket list sort of thing, mm-hmm. try to try to go to every single Paris. Every single Paris. Every single Paris. Would at you, least once.
0: Are you saying you would like to spend at least a night in Paris?
1: <laughs> i like to spend a few nights in Paris, just a few different Parises. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. More than one Paris. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is this a joke about boning?
0: Well, it's a joke about the fact that Paris Hilton released her sex tape under the title "A Night in Paris," I don't know anything about that. Is it funny when you have to explain the joke? No, that kills it. All
1: right, Let, um, let's talk about some local geography. Let's talk about some local geography. So, big, big news locally uh, recently: uh, the Hotel Dell is going up for sale. Yeah, you were telling me about this. It got I, apparently it got all bought up by a Chinese uh, insurance company. I don't know what their deal is.
0: Um, I don't, well, obviously, I don't,
1: their, their deal is buying a hotel.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's official yet, but um, let me see if I can dig something up. Uh, Going to the
1: digging machine.
0: Going to the digging machine. You know, you need a digging machine uh, in order to take a house out, basically. Chinese company to buy <laughs> Hotel Dell like you know if you're renovating for real estate purposes. Okay. Okay. Chinese insurance company, there you go, has re- reportedly reached a deal to buy the Hotel del Coronado and other luxury properties from the New York Equity firm that currently owns them. Uh that's kind of a bummer. I don't I hopefully they I can't imagine they're going to um, I mean is it really different? Oh, I I can't make that joke. It's too racist. Is there
1: really any difference between the Chinese Owning the Hotel Del versus New Yorkers owning the Hotel Del, oh, like they're both like completely out of touch with you Southern know California, the soul and the spirit of the location. Yeah, well,
0: you know, um, the Hotel Del Coronado is probably most famous uh-huh. for its uh appearance in movies i mean obviously like being locally it's also we, famous for being haunted we man. know about it being haunted but i don't know if everybody knows about it being haunted if you're haunted. listening to the show you know it's haunted that's true and if you don't know that it's haunted you probably should stop listening and if you throw your podcast know... player in the trash
1: hold on steve hold on if you don't know that the hotel dell is haunted by multiple ghosts We don't want you listening to our show. Did you know Frank L. Baum,
0: author of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, wrote much of that book at the Hotel Del Coronado? And the Emerald City is actually supposedly based
1: on the Hotel Del Coronado. I believe it. I believe it. It's beautiful. I mean, it doesn't look anything like the Emerald City, uh, but it's definitely the kind of place you would want to go, do a bunch of opium, and write a book. There you go. Um, the 14th and
0: 15th episodes of the fourth season of Baywatch were called Coronado del Sol and evolve around, in and around the hotel.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. That's, yeah. a, that's a classic television mm-hmm. program.
0: And of course, uh, some, some there's some movie from, uh, what I don't know, 1959 called Some Like It Hot that was like
1: filmed there. That's, guess, a, that's, a, that's a pretty famous movie. Yeah,
0: it's got uh, Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon in it. And I guess some chick named Marilyn Monroe.
1: Uh, didn't Mark Twain hang out there all the time? Um, Wasn't it like his main jam? Like I think he wrote uh, that story about the frogs when he was hanging out there. He took a riverboat mm, to Tom- the hotel. Thomas Edison apparently hung out there. Well, he, yeah, he was installing light bulbs.
0: Uh, I cannot see anything about uh, that guy that you
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually learned an interesting fact about the Hotel Dell from my father-in-law the other day, who's mm-hmm. a, a a contractor. Uh, he was telling me about the foundation. Is he
0: also a geography buff? Like no, us?
1: but he's a uh, he's a construction buff, which oh, okay. is almost a geography buff. Yeah, because it's about the buildings in places. Um, <laughs> uh, I just got a funny text. Um, so he was telling me about the foundation that the Hotel Del is built on. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of rocks, because it's you. Know, let's talk about the island of Coronado for a while. Sure, sure. The island of Coronado just happens to be a bunch of sand and mush that used to be a swamp, basically. Yeah. On the other side of the uh, the harbor yeah. in San Diego, yeah. and it used to be an island. Now they built a road out to it. Uh, I've been trying bridge. to figure
0: that out. I don't think it was... I'm not sure if it was ever actually...
1: You used to have to take a boat an to it. island. It was. They built the Silver Strand. So I anyways, keep, you know, anyways I, to make a foundation for this original building that was out there, they had to come in and they had dumped a ton of rocks in one place and they connected them all together with like wires and steel cable and stuff like that. <laughs> and that's the current foundation of the Hotel Dill and many of the buildings down there still. You know, Ryan... As a geography buff, you should have known this. Okay, tell me.
0: Silver Strand is actually what is called a tombolo, which is an Italian word. It's a low, narrow, sandy tombolo, and a tombolo or a tombolo is a mound uh, that often attaches an island to the mainland. So, Coronado wasn't ever actually an island; it was always connected by this sandy bar to the mainland. I don't know. Now, very likely what we know now as Silver Strand has been built up over time so they could put a road on it. But originally, Coronado Island was just this peninsula with a very thin strip of sand connected to it.
1: I remember hearing about how you if you wanted to get out there you had to take a boat. Mm. Well, you probably had to take a boat because you couldn't take a car or a horse. Or a horse because or walk
0: but you know that's because it's sand you're not going to take a horse over sand for people several miles people take horses
1: on sand not for 7 all for
0: 7 time. miles when you're a rich person what would you rather do ride a horse for 7 miles over sand or just take a
1: boat for 2 miles i mean both options sound boat extravagant boat
0: for 2 miles or less than 2 miles because like embarkadero to the port is probably less than 2 miles or horse for 7 miles And that's one horse to move one person, maybe two people, or a boat that can hold like as many people as you want to put on a boat, like 5,000. I'm going to
1: search for history of the Silver Strand.
0: Just look at the Wikipedia for Silver Strand. It defines it as a low,
1: narrow, sandy tombolo. That's its its definition of what it is now. No, that's what it's always been. I don't know, man. I don't know. (sighs) Even on the
0: definition of what Coronado was, I'm pretty sure this is the case. I'm doing all this reading right now about things that we should have already known.
1: Well, you know, it's we. we this is also about learning. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things that listeners of the show and that we should always know. Uh, but it's there's always room for us to learn.
0: Oh, hey, did you know about this?
1: Uh,
0: this I can't uh, find any history the on the SS
1: it. Monte Carlo. That boat that's the out boat? there? Yeah, there's a boat buried. I've been at- on that boat. You've been on the boat?
0: Yeah, but like not during the current El Nino, like during one of the previous El Nino's.
1: Yeah, when the when the weather's right, it strips away the sand and there's the leftovers of a boat yeah. along the beach.
0: It was a casino boat because apparently like gambling was super illegal in the nineteen thirties. So they would get these ships that would go like into international waters like half a mile offshore uh-huh. or whatever.
1: You know what else was illegal in the in the thirties? Beer. Alcohol, so you could get you. Would, I don't what What else? That was
0: was it the 30s? What else? What,
1: what else? do You think they were doing on that boat? Ah, whatever. What is
0: this? A, um, well, beer, a, a geogra- beer history podcast. A
1: geography history podcast too. Uh, and during those times, during Prohib- prohibition times, uh, that's you know going back to Tijuana. That's kind of what Pia- put Tijuana on the map. Is everyone the Pro- whole prohibition was from 1920 to 1933.
0: Well, there you go. But the Monte Carlo wrecked in
1: 1937. Ooh. Well, I'm sure there was some part of its history where there's booze on it. What actually I
0: find really interesting about Coronado. Tell me is, um, and this is something I learned recently is, you know, how do you have Coronado? And then the Naval base there is Naval air station, North Island. Uh, huh. so years ago, you had Coronado and North Island, and they were actually like basically separate entities that were connected by a very thin strip of land. Uh huh. And, um, so much of the island of Coronado was just filled in, sure, to like build this base and whatever. And, and so there are, I was talking to someone about this recently, and there are big, like, kind of like manholes, I guess, or like just doors on the base of North Island. There are rumors that like, there's like a NORAD like structure underneath North Island.
1: Interesting.
0: But that just doesn't really make sense with the history of the island itself, because it's like, how are you going to put something like that underneath a military base when you go down like five feet and it's just sand? right like that would be like a massive undertaking yeah it's
1: not the kind of place you would want to build an underground structure for sure exactly because it basically has to be a submarine Mm -hmm. because you have to keep the water out yeah yeah
0: a much better location for this would be camp pendleton on the inland side that's true east of the five i
1: wouldn't be surprised if there was an entire underground government structure there in camp pendleton Housing various secrets you know what
0: my favorite thing about camp pendleton is tell me your favorite thing about it camp separates pendleton. us from los angeles that
1: is 100 percent true it is a great big barrier yeah. separating beautiful san diego from the awful things that happen north of camp pendleton
0: yeah that's true
1: that's it true. keeps all the houses from being built there there's a nice big strip of kind of wildlife even though you see them running uh Maneuvers with tanks and <laughs> uh, you know machine guns. That's true. And uh, helicopters and hovercraft along there from time to time. But it's, at least it's not a bunch of strip malls and mansions. You know. You,
0: you know. Getting back on the original topic.
1: Uh huh. You know what else is unique about Coronado? Tell me what else is unique uh, about Coronado.
0: The main beach at Coronado. Uh huh. Well, which is considered one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Oh, of course. Largely because it's like a quarter mile from the road to the water. So it's like just this massive amount of sand. It's like the largest. It is the largest beach in San Diego uh-huh. uh huh, by far.
1: Yeah. Um, no parking for it.
0: Uh, yeah. Parking is tough. You got to park in the neighborhoods. But that's usually. that's
1: part of what makes it beautiful. It's just you by yourself, no one else on the beach. And it's huge. No, there's a billion people there. It's Well, not... they all had to take the bus, so they don't count
0: what um no the parking parking is tough the, the I've d- I've done a lot of like summer stuff there uh and uh, it's just kind of crazy um but what I, w- I was gonna say which might be of interest to you as our resident surfing expert okay uh Coronado Beach is one of if not the only as one of a few if not the only south facing beaches in San Diego County that's true I want to say it's the only one but I feel like I might be leaving something it's out. It's too
1: bad that there's not a good uh good reef there to to use that there, potential. There really isn't. It's really kind of terrible surfing. It's throughout It's there. a
0: beginner beach. It's yeah. it's on the same level as La Jolla Shores. I
1: mean if 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 something came in and hit it just just right. Yeah, every once in a while, those freakish conditions do exist. But it's not the kind of place you're going to go on a regular basis to go surfing. Just because it's not good quality. It's a good place for tourists to go buy or go rent a foam board and go get a, go get a taste of mm-hmm. the action, I guess. I'm always
0: surprised they don't have like the level, at least as far as I can tell. Maybe it's more over on the uh, 75 uh-huh. Orange Avenue. Which is where Coronado Brewing Company takes their name for the Orange Avenue Wit. They're Uh delicious.
1: It's very good. Delicious wheat beer. I always like it out of the tap more than a bottle. Can't that be said for almost every beer? Well, some beers hold up in the bottle. And some beers I actually like better out of the bottle. Hmm. But uh, Orange Wit really only stands up off the tap in my opinion well anyway um i don't know
0: if they have beach equipment rentals in the main part of coronado like in the main strip of Uh shops and whatnot but it's always interesting to me that they don't have like the chaos of like even la jolla shores la jolla shores has shops like basically on the shores where you can go rent right equipment but coronado like you're kind of in the middle of nowhere like it is a long walk
1: well there's not a lot of real estate there
0: no, it's all there's a lot of real estate, it's all houses.
1: Right, but I'm saying there's not a lot of place to put commercial buildings yeah, and yeah. rental stuff.
0: It's all kind of dominated by the hotel. Exactly. This is an awkward portion of the podcast where we hit a wall. And uh I don't know. I'm just Coronado's just such a beautiful place. It, just it's thinking just about, taking I'm my just breath away. Thinking
1: about the beach. Yeah,
0: man. There's not really good surfing there.
1: <laughs> you know what I always do when I go to Coronado? Is I go to that what? ice cream place and I get a scoop of ice cream. Oh, I think I know what place you're talking about. What's it called? I forget. It's like across the street. Yeah. The, yeah. There's also that... Uh, you, ever, you ever gone to see a play over there? At the uh,
0: Lambs at, Players at Theater? the Lambs Players. Once. I did once. I don't remember what play
1: it was. My family used to have like a membership there. Really? For like two years. And so once a month, we went and saw whatever thing they were doing. Uh, and the thing I remember is... What's the, what's the play called about Helen Keller? <laughs> Do you remember what that's no, called? I have I think no it's called like The Miracle Worker. Oh, The Miracle Worker. Yeah, yeah I think Helen Keller, a, I think that sounds right. They made that play hilarious. What? They made a big old comedy out of oh it. Oh, my gosh. And they weren't like mean to disabled people. Right. They just made every character sarcastic oh, okay. and dry and like they rewrote the whole thing basically and that's something I remember hmm. going down there with my family on like a Friday night kind of dressing up a little bit maybe go out for dinner go watch and play Right, it has, it's a fun cool. experience you know what I did in Coronado my wife is trying to join the show I wish she wouldn't can just cut me <laughs> what do you like to do in Coronado honey it's not what I like to do it's what I do what do you do my wife gets hit on by Marines in Coronado. They're
0: probably sailors. They're probably they're probably not Marines,
1: there. sailors, servicemen. They're military and they're aggressive. Well, we're twenty one minutes now and that's it's, about it's, how it's
0: a good thing you know where it's uh, much worse is Oceanside. Oh, I bet. You can't throw a rock in Oceanside without hitting a
1: Marine. Yeah. Who's, trying to, hit, right who's to... trying to hit on my wife? Yeah.
0: Because they're in Camp because they're right next to Camp Pendleton.
1: Yeah uh we're at we're at 22 minutes now that's about how long we like to take these episodes
0: just a nice leisurely stroll talk about a single place
1: reminisce you know i mean i think the thing about geography is that it kind of stays the same for a long time so we don't want to run out of it yeah you've got to you've got to conserve your geography yeah
0: Yeah. uh so uh i hope you enjoyed the show latitude 32 uh tune in next week i think we're going to talk about yosemite next week uh, I want to talk about Yosemite
1: every week.
0: Well, yeah, but obviously, <laughs> like you just said, we got to take it you slow. You know what
1: Yosemite has that most people don't think about? Bears? Really good pizza. Really? Really good pizza in well, Yosemite. I can't
0: wait until next week when we talk about the really good pizza in Yosemite. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right. Till next time. Yep. See ya.
0: Ciao. Happy trails.